Can we expect to see Matt Duchesne back in the lineup tonight against the New York Rangers as we preview game two of this four-game road trip? And where does Jake Ottinger fall in this year's ESPN's best goalie rankings? Find out next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Please be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. The Stars taking on the Rangers tonight in the second half of a back-to-back on a stretch of four games in six nights for the Stars. A very busy schedule here in the month of February and hopefully Matt Duchesne returns to the lineup. We'll preview the New York Rangers who are coming off a thrilling victory in a stadium series game over the New York Islanders at MetLife and we also Find out where Jake Ottinger falls in this year's ESPN's best goalie rankings. Voted on by players and executives. You will not want to miss that. So be sure to stay tuned to find out where Jake Ottinger falls. Hopefully you're having a wonderful start to your week. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Never miss an episode of Locked on Stars. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So, Matt Duchesne was ruled out of yesterday's game just before puck drop with a lower body injury, which came to a surprise as many uh, after the list of players that weren't in the game to begin with, along with Hockenfall, Lundqvist, and Miro because of the birth of his child. And Matt Duchesne was the icing on the cake or the cherry on top, so to speak. It was like, what is going on here with all these Dallas stars? Well, it turns out he may have tweaked something in warmups because he did participate in warmups and it is believed that it was more of a precautionary measure. Uh, Mike Heike, of course, a wonderful uh, staff senior writer for the Dallas Stars, said, I think it's precautionary because of two extra D. I don't think they had room to call up another forward. So, Duchesne seemed to go out for warm-ups. Something may have happened, and they wanted to be careful with him, which by all means I understand, especially in a noon start. It was one of those awkward matinee games on a Monday on President's Day. No reason to throw him out there in a game that you were probably happy to get a point with to begin with. You probably thought with the lineup you had to trot out there, it was going to be very, very hard to register a point. Not only did they get a point, they probably should have had two. They played so, so well yesterday against the Bruins, and hopefully they can carry that momentum into tonight. But Matt Duchesne has been such an impactful player. I've said it all season long. He's the best bargain. He's the best value in the National Hockey League this season. And quietly, he has made his way 
to tied for first on the team with 55 points along with Jason Robertson. And I wanted to dive in a bit more about just how great he has been this season. Recently, he's been on a tear. Three points the other night against Edmonton, a couple of goals uh, against Nashville. Four straight games with multi-point nights. Two against Montreal, two against Carolina, two against Nashville, and three against Edmonton. He should have had four against Nashville. They took away two of his assists. We thought he had four points (laughs) leaving Nashville in his revenge game, but he's up to 55 points already this season. 22 goals, which ties his season high from last year. He's only a point away from his season high at 56 points from last year. He's just been remarkable. And of course, the stars really need him in the lineup because he's been a part of one of the consistent lines this season. Pete DeBoer has shaken up the Robo line at points during the season, the Johnston line at points during the season. But Mason Marchment, Sagan, and Duchesne have really been together since the beginning of training camp. I think the Stars need that consistency. I don't mind Pete DeBoer shaking other things up, but Tyler Sagan has gotten off to such a good start this season. Not even start, I should just say, has had a great year. And Dutchie has had a huge contributing factor to that, even though he looked brilliant the other day. Him and Marchment both had really, really good games. Taking a look at some of the Corsi percentages for lines, Ben Johnson and Delandria led the way. They played just under 12 minutes, 75%. Delhi's been so good. And Johnston, of course, has been one of the best five-on-five players for the Stars all season long. Sagan, Steele, and Marchment had a pretty good night. 60% in Corsi percentage. Played under 10 minutes because uh, Sagan and Marchment and Steele were the ones that weren't getting double shifted as much. It was mostly Rope along with Robo who got the majority of double shifting. So they didn't play a ton, but I I thought they were really effective. And looking back, at yesterday's game against the Bruins and thinking if Matt Duchesne was in that lineup, I find it really, really hard to believe the Stars don't pull through in that game. With all the chances they were creating, with how much they possessed the puck, Duchesne, I feel like, would have been the X factor yesterday where the Stars get the job done. And yes, Jeremy Swayman was phenomenal. They did get goalied, especially in the shootout (laughs) as uh, Otter and Swayman were just uh, matching each other. But it feels like Duchesne is that X factor. He feels like he's the over the hump. He gets you over the hump. I've said that a lot throughout the year. And we kind of predicted it to some degree or at least tried to answer the question, is he the X factor? Is he the player that gets the stars over the top? And with how well that he's formed into this stars team, it's really hard to argue that he is not the difference maker. He he is, especially on the offensive side of things. The stars were really good offensively last year. Uh, one of the top 10 teams And he's taken them to, like, top three. He's one of the best. And it's come along with some growth of other players, of course. But taking a look at five-on-five expected goals, Duchesne, 
second on the team, 10.5 just behind Wyatt Johnston. He has the second most assists or a uh, second most points, excuse me, at five on five this season at 34 points. He has the most assists at five on five. He leads the team with 21 assists at five on five. So he's a difference maker on even strength. He's also a huge difference maker, of course, on the power play. And that's where the Stars really lost their firepower with all the injuries and absences yesterday. Without Duchesne, that second unit is pretty meh. (laughs) Even though I thought Craig Smith did an okay job filling in, but Duchesne is one of your drivers on the power play. He's usually the trailer that scoops up the puck on the drop pass from Lundqvist or Haskinen and is screaming up the ice and he plays it off to the flank and he's a huge component on the entry. So the stars desperately miss him there. And of course, this is not overreacting and thinking Dutchie's going to be out for the next month, but Look, without him in the lineup, the Stars uh, lose their, uh, I guess, um, secret weapon, so to speak, because he kind of just chills on that line with Sagan and Marchment um, and and does so much for the Stars, including face-offs. He he, he wins a ton of draws uh, this season. He is at a percentage of 56% which is near his career high. His best season was actually 62%, but uh, 56 is his best year in his last five. So he's been really good in the dot, which of course translates over to the Stars' power play. Did not win a ton of face-offs the the other night uh, against Boston, but they just, they need him, right? He just feels like he is or was the missing puzzle piece that the Stars have been waiting for, for the last three to four years. He just seems, and he is, he is the X factor the Stars have this season. And that goes along with all of the different additions. Craig Smith, Sam Steele, who's been wonderful. Niels Lundqvist, who's taken a step, taken a leap. Thomas Harley has taken a leap, but... You have to be able to score in this league. It continues to trend that way. You just have to be able to score at will. And come playoff time, it becomes a bit different. It does. Goaltending and defense are usually king, but you can outscore a lot of your problems. You really can. It can win you hockey games if you just bludgeon teams. And goaltending and defense, especially goaltending, will reign supreme come playoff time. But you just you have to be almost you have to almost be able to score three or four a night, just like clockwork. And the stars have done that. And Duchesne, uh, I feel like has been a huge, huge factor in the stars taking their offense to a next level. Seventeen expected goals. That's third on the team in all situations this season. He also has 22 primary assists, which leads the Stars. 22 primary assists. So he's creating offense for others, namely Tyler Sagan, who has scored 18 goals at 5-on-5 this season. Matt Duchesne 
has a lot to do with that. So uh, hopefully he's back in the lineup tonight against the New York Rangers. It would be a big spot for him to return. And as Mike said, he believes it's precautionary. Hopefully it was it was a weird Monday afternoon game. You don't get those a ton. It was probably best with the lineup you were already trotting out there. Don't have him play. What 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 ended up being a very physical game. <laughs> One of the more physical games I feel like the Stars have played uh this season and uh they were able to uh they were able to withstand that with uh without any more injuries which uh will knock on wood uh, was a huge win in itself and they picked up a point. Hopefully they pick up two tonight. It's the Wedgewall show tonight baby. Scott Wedgwood back in the pipes. Great to see. Okay, let's segue speaking of goaltenders as we shift to this Find out where Jake Ottinger falls in the ESPN's best goalie rankings. We'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live saving game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Don't bet on the NBA All-Star game, though. What a bunch of hoopla that turned out to be <laughs> the NBA all-star game has been like that for a while and is really a shell of itself. If you thought the NHL all-star game had its moments, the NBA all-star game itself can be very confusing, but you can make some money on the NBA this season, especially those Dallas Mavericks who have been on a tear recently. Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving just put the over on the Mavericks every single time. Go ahead, make some money, and as I mentioned, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on, shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Hey, Stars fans, be sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and it's now available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On. It is on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to that. Be sure to subscribe to Locked On Stars. Appreciate all you. Every day is out there rocking along with me recently. Stars have been playing some very, very good hockey recently. Five-game point streak. Yeah, they dropped a few. You would have loved to have both. But at the end of the day, it's a hard-fought point. Losing with grace is a thing in the National Hockey League. They did get some help from the Flames yesterday who beat Winnipeg. So the Stars are still in first place in the Central Division. I feel like I... Forgotten to say that. First place in the Central Division. And a huge reason why, especially recently the Stars have been playing good, is because of Jake Ottinger. He has found his rhythm lately. He's really, really found his rhythm and has looked very, very good. And that brings me to ESPN's Best NHL Goalies of 2024 rankings by players and execs. Um... Uh, of course, this is by uh, Greg Wisniewski, longtime writer for ESPN. And uh, stats are collected from Natural Stat Trek, Hockey Reference, and Evolving Hockey, by the way, in case I throw any of these numbers at you. So, the best NHL goalie rankings 
Pause right now. Tell me in the comment section where you think Otter would land within the top 10 of the best NHL goalie rankings. Some very good names in here. Let's start with a few of the honorable mentions. Jacob Markstrom was an honorable mention. They also put Connor Ingram of Arizona. Of course, he got hurt and was a big reason why Arizona had such a good start to the season. Unfortunately, they're falling behind. Also, Aiden Hill, he had an injury and has been really, really solid this season, is also an honorable mention. But where does Jake Ottinger fall? This season, Jake Ottinger comes in at the number sixth ranked goalie in this ESPN best goalie rankings. And I think that is very, very fair. For the injuries he's sustained this season for the adversity he's gone through, and he's been more often than not below average than above average this season, even though he's starting to find his rhythm, as I mentioned. He said, if we had told you before the season that Jake Ottinger was ranked sixth among overall goaltenders, you might have said it was a little low after he placed fifth last season, but it wouldn't have been a divisive ranking. I think he's absolutely spot on with that. Jake, I would have said top five. He has to be within the top five, but it it has been a down year for Jake for uh, the body of work. So spot on there. He says, uh, the guy that would drop off of my top 10 is under one NHL goaltending analyst said, it's not that he's not a top 10 goalie in the NHL, but he hasn't been this year. Absolutely fair. For as good as the stars have been this season, Ottinger hasn't been able to match his usual standards. Part of that, of course, is injuries. He has a 906 save percentage and 2.90 goals against average in 31 games, but only 47% of his starts meet the quality starts, according to Hockey Reference. He's 26th in goals saved above expected per 60 minutes. Everyone else behind him is in the negative. Evolving Hockey's metrics have a slightly uh, have him slightly in the negative in goals above replacement. So those are a few of the reason the uh, reasons that Jake Ottinger falls uh, in at the number sixth best goalie in the National Hockey League. And I, I don't have a, a ton of gripes with this, <laughs> which uh, I, I feel like is weird, especially with an ESPN ranking, but Connor Hellenbuck is the number one. Can't argue there. He's the main reason Winnipeg has done what they've done this season. Andre Vasilevsky, yeah, he's probably the best goaltender in the National Hockey League the last five seasons. Thatcher Demko. He's put together an extremely great season. He was not ranked last year at number three. And then you have Igor Shosturkin, who's really good, and then Ilya Sorokin, so the two York, uh, two New York netminders ahead of him. Who's the Soros is behind Jake Ottinger. Swayman, who we just saw yesterday, uh, is at eight. Bobrovsky at nine. And Olmark at number 10. So two Boston Bruin netminders in the top 10. And yeah, I, I don't have a, a ton of gripes with that. Sixth feels like a fair and almost perfect spot with Jake Ottinger for how he's played this season. And you could even argue he's probably doesn't deserve to be in the top 10. I, I think you could absolutely argue that. But if you take in account the last eight games that he's played, He's looked really, really good, and arguably, yes, I think he's within that upper echelon of top five netminders. Can he take that jump to be in the conversation of a Hellenbach or Vasilevsky? 
that's the next tier, right? Hellenbuck's 30. Vasilevsky's 29. Jake's 25 in his second full season in the National Hockey League. His evolvation of, um, I guess, I don't even know how to say that. Evolvation, that was just terrible. Anyways, his next, <laughs> his next, next tier is getting to the Vasilevskys or the Hellenbuck of the world. Can you arguably be the top guy year after year in the National Hockey League where you're always the target? Oh, well, you can't play to his level. That's where Jake Ottinger needs to get to. And yeah, he's still really, really young. Look at the netminders ahead of him. Sorokin's 28. Shesterkin is 28. Demko is 28. And Demko had a down year last year. This is what young goaltenders goes through, and then they figure it out. I think we forget Ottinger is 25 years old. Really, really young in the context um, of, of net minding. Really, really young. And it's just his second full season. I think the best years are still ahead of him, which should have you beaming with joy with where the Dallas Stars can go if Jake Ottinger is in the mix for years to come. So, Jake Ottinger, the sixth best goalie in this year's ESPN's Best NHL Goalie Rankings. Let's go ahead and preview the New York Rangers. Those Rangers coming off a stadium series win over the New York Islanders. Can Dallas take down the Rangers at the Madison Square Garden tonight? Let's jump into it next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways for you to save money on tickets. Whatever tickets you want to purchase, whether that's the hockey game, whether that's the baseball game, whether it's theater, comedy, Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the best place to find last minute deals. You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for anything you want. With his own deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. So the Stars take on the New York Rangers in the second half of a back-to-back. The Rangers, of course, coming off a win over the New York Islanders, a thrilling OT victory where Artemi Pernarin won the game. The Rangers are 36-16-3. The Stars do not get away from some of the best in the NHL in the month of February, besides Thursday, where they uh, face off with the Ottawa Senators, but New York 75 points in 55 games this season have been one of the best teams. They have been the best in terms of points this season for large stretches um, of the year. Back in the uh, first meeting in November, Stars won six to three. Uh, They kind of put the beat down on New York. I believe that was 
right after the game against Colorado where they blew the three-goal lead. And that time they erased a three-goal lead, if uh, if I remember correctly. Let me go ahead and, and jump into this. I think this is where they, they were the ones that came back from a three goal lead. Um, it, uh, no, it wasn't, it was, uh, they came back from, they were down two nothing and they scored six on, uh, six unanswered. Okay. There we go. Um, anyways, Shesterkin 22, 12 and one this season, 2.85 goals against average and a nine Oh one save percentage. He has been uh, spectacular. Most likely will be going against Scott Wedgwood, 13-5-4. and four. Has not looked great in his last few starts. He has a 3.3, a 3.03 goals against average and an 890 save, uh, save percentage. Uh, Wedgwood, of course, not getting to play every day. He probably had to get back into a routine of playing every 8 to 10 days, and, and maybe that's a weight on him a, a bit, but... Uh, let's let's not sugarcoat how great he has been uh, for the Stars this season. Did get some action in Nashville a, a few days ago and made seven saves, but his last start was, uh, again, on a back-to-back, which was uh, against Toronto and was really, really good in the game. He made 31 saves, but probably one of the better games you can have <laughs> uh, con- considering uh, the talent that Toronto has. And uh, yeah, probably one of the best games you, you, you can play when giving up five, but uh, he's given up five, three and two in his last three starts. He gave up two against that uh, New Jersey team uh, back uh, in late January when the stars uh, won pretty handedly in New Jersey. So Hopefully he can uh, mop up and put up a phenomenal start with uh, what could be another shorthanded Stars team uh, tonight. The Rangers, of course, boast a lot, a lot of power up front. Panarin, 74 points, already has 32 goals this season. Trocek's had a really, really great year. 51 points from him. Adam Fox on the back end who's just phenomenal and gets a lot of praise uh, Truba, Miller, just guys that are, are really, really strong uh, and uh, have great presence. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love their back end. I really do. Some names like they're like Lindgren and Schneider who are really, really solid, kind of fall below the, the list of like, you know, no-name players, so to speak, but they're really not. They're just phenomenal guys on the back end. They they uh, they can flex a lot of a lot of depth. Jonathan Quick though has been really really good <laughs> in a backup role. It's been the year of backup goalies. 13-4 and two, two point three six goals against average, and a nine seventeen save percentage for Jonathan Quick. He's turning back the tables to the mid two thousand tens when he was on the uh, new. Uh, not New York, uh, the LA Kings. So they boast a, a pretty good goalie tandem in their own rights. And yeah, Adam Fox, eight points in his last five games. Kreider has five goals. So uh, got to slow down 23. And of course, Kreider, who is the big guy that likes to get in front. He likes to muck it up. One of the best net front players in all of the National Hockey League. Seems and feels like the middle of the rink, that slot area is going to be huge. Tonight, the Stars having to call up a few AHL defense, excuse me, a defenseman and Petrovic and, and Pouliot 
the, the slot's going to be huge. Boxing out, being in good positions, which I thought they were for the most part uh, against Boston, did really good. Forwards, track back, they helped. The defensive zone just going to be so key in the next few weeks, in the next few games, especially if Miro's not back. Hopefully he can join the team at some point during this road trip. How long is Hockenpah out? Pete DeBoer did not give any injury updates after last night's game. We may find out some more today or later on this week. So um, a lot, a lot that the Stars are juggling right now. And really, they just got to find a way to pick up points. You just got to find a way. You need wins, of course, but if you can squeak out a few points here and there like you did yesterday, it's going to go a long way. The reason the Stars did not win the Central last year, they were really bad in OT. They lost, what, 14 games or something like that, and they've already lost quite a bit this season, but (laughs) in the grand scheme of things, they've been a lot better uh, past regulation this season. And if you can just find a way to hoard some points in this month because you're playing a lot of games, I think it's eight games in like 14 days or something like that. It's absurd, uh, the schedule they have here uh, this month. And they're playing really, really good squads. Plus, you got Colorado and Winnipeg to end the month. It does not get any easier. Carolina at the end of the week. New York, again, the Islanders. So uh, a lot. A lot to look forward to, but at the same time, just need to gather points Why you can in some of these games. And hopefully Wedgwood puts together a great game. If he steals one, oh, that would be phenomenal. Stars have fared pretty well at Madison Square Garden uh, recently, except except last year when New York scored like 0.5 seconds left and they won an OT. Ugh, those are disgusting games. Hopefully that does not occur tonight uh, at uh, MSG. Should be a fun one. Feels like another big one. Yeah, Boston and New York uh, doesn't feel like you could get any bigger uh, in, in back-to-back games. So hopefully Stars can can get a win. That would be huge, taking three out of these, these four points heading into Ottawa and just continue to chug along. Hopefully you get healthy and uh, figure some things out in the way. Hopefully Matt Duchesne returns to the lineup. That would be a wonderful, wonderful phrase to hear from Pete DeBoer at some point today. Hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Hopefully you're enjoying stars hockey recently. Follow me on the Twitter thing. The X joy, the jet 19 fall locked on stars, hit that notification bell. Never miss an episode. Like comment, subscribe. We'll break down the game tomorrow. We'll talk about anything else that turns up. I'm sure it will be crazy with how the last 72 hours have gone here (laughs) of Dallas Stars hockey. You have a wonderful night. Hopefully enjoy a Stars win, and we'll see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.